Hey everyone, Lindsay Piper Loomis. I hope you're doing great. Uh, so I am just going to keep this really brief. I'm going to do a quick recap from this week and last week. And then I'm super excited because next week uh, on Monday, I've got an incredible guest coming on and I'm just going to let you sit on pins and needles to wait to hear from who that is. But um, this week was actually, let's go back to last week. We saw the first week of legislative session with our South Carolina Freedom Caucus taking a very bold stand, letting us know what was going on with, you know, previously the, the GOP caucus kicked out members were not signing the loyalty pledge last year, which would basically pledge an oath to uh, party over constitution. And even the Democrats don't do this across the country. Um, allegedly, there was campaign or there was uh, money offered for campaign coffers for those who signed the loyalty pledge. And so now we actually see that uh, this week that the legislators yelled out across the floor to lobbyists and special interest groups to help raise money against the South Carolina Freedom Caucus members as reported by Fitz News. So you go to fitznews.com and um, they call the South Carolina Freedom Caucus members crazies um, because last week the Uniparty was putting forth a uh, rules change where it, it did go through the rules committee provisions uh, Representative Kathy Landing was the only one that did uh, not support it. We put a lot of pressure. So we have a temporary victory because it's been basically shut down, could still come to the House floor for a vote. They would not be wise to do this because the entire country has actually been watching the Freedom Caucus uh, the last couple of weeks with what they've been doing and trying to pull. And the speaker looks like a weakling already. But anyways, um, they wanted to limit the amount of amendments that could be brought to either side with one, one person deciding which amendments are brought forward. So the interesting thing is, is that when they kicked the members out of so essentially, the members of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus did not sign the loyalty pledge. They were kicked out of the GOP caucus. And in doing that, you know, they were really restricted from bringing legislation forward up through uh, subcommittee and committee. For example, Thomas Beach, Representative Thomas Beach had a bill that would ban drag shows exploiting minors, um, medical castration, pediatric medical castration bills, um, all, all these different types pieces of legislation. And so the only way that these members kicked out of the GOP caucus could have any say in some of this legislation is to bring an amendment forward. For example, last year they brought an amendment forward that would remove um, funding to universities um, for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, so this was an intentional um, attack to strip even more of our First Amendment rights here in South Carolina with our constituency base, um, you know, limiting the amount of amendments that can be brought forward. And, you know, they're going to try to say, well, it's because the amount of amendments that the Democrats brought, um, you know, last summer with the heartbeat bill, but it's not about that. You see, without being in legislative session, the South Carolina Freedom Caucus in the summer of 2022 was able to shut down the Pediatric Chemical Castration Sterilization Clinic at Medical University, South Carolina, 
And um, I think they did this through a FOIA request. They were able to shut that down. This stuff is not reversible. It's permanent damage. And it the, the pedophiles and sexual predators and traffickers use this um, constantly with um, child trafficking. It, it, it is known we've seen over 90% of our human trafficking victims in South Carolina are minors, according to South Carolina attorney Alan Wilson's most recent report that was released this year. And that happens through sexual grooming. So, um, you know, to limit what our South Carolina Freedom Caucus members are doing when all they've been trying to do is fight for our constitution and the defense protection for the innocence of our children is huge. So why would the GOP caucus wanna do this? Uh, the other thing the GOP caucus is working with the Democrats, in addition to shutting down free speech, which we have a temporary victory in, um, in, encouraging lobbyists and special interest groups to raise money against South Carolina Freedom Caucus members. They're also trying to elect in a, a left-leaning liberal um, Democrat or a judge for a judicial seat because here in South Carolina, the legislators elect um, judges like uh, my representative, Chris Murphy. Uh, when he came into office, he got his wife, Maite Murphy and his brother in as judges. In fact, his wife was running for South Carolina Supreme Court in 2022, but she stepped down and he was removed as head of Judiciary Committee because he had to go to rehab for his drinking problem. So anyways, um, this is a massive problem. Why are or why is the Uniparty doing this? So you know that's an issue. We saw the fiasco this week with the Help Not Harm bill and doesn't matter what the GOP caucus members want to state. Uh, they looked like a bunch of fools uh, because if they really cared about our children, they would have addressed all of these issues last year, not during an election cycle. But Riley Gaines got involved this week uh, when the uh, GOP caucus and the Democrats were working together uh, to create unneeded and unnecessary drama. Medical castration should actually, people who administer uh, chemical castration and medical castration uh, should face upon a trial, should face a penalty, a death penalty. Anyone who's involved in consuming and distributing child pornography, um, child grooming, uh, sexual grooming, uh, child sex trafficking, any of this in this castration, they should face the death penalty in my opinion. And I would push for this type of legislation if I was running for office. Uh, because it's just, it's wrong on so many levels. But anyways, um, our South Carolina Freedom Caucus did a great job in taking a stand. Riley Gaines got involved on social media, several members of grassroots leaders across the state. Uh, even General Michael Flynn, when I sent him a link, he took to X and began to spread the word. And the GOP caucus did a complete 180 and changed their stance. It doesn't matter what they try to say, um, the stuff is out there. So just wanted to let you know, we got people like Micah Kasky acting like a fool. Um, and then Gil Gatch, Davey Hyatt, these people are just corrupt politicians and don't deserve to sit in the seats that they're in. Um, what I, the last little bit of information for those of you who subscribe to the newsletter, who have been kind of a part of this journey. Um, you know, it's interesting about my representative, Chris Murphy. I found out, I think it was last week or this week, that he was investigating and researching my um, 
human trafficking organization, uh, which I find very interesting because I've met with him as a constituent and he wasn't interested in doing any of the amendments or legislative um, leg pieces of legislation. You know, actually he's, he blocked the Protect Women's Sports Act while he was head of Judiciary Committee, didn't know what a woman was. But when it was an election cycle and season and that, that vote finally came to the floor, he decided he knew what a biological woman was. Um, but he blocked all anti-human trafficking legislation, which is really interesting. So, you know, he helped get a violent offender back out on the streets last year, one of his clients. So why is he researching? Why is he so curious about what I'm investigating, what I'm doing with my anti-human trafficking legislation? Um, I called the Secretary of State to get some documents that I hadn't received via email for whatever reason. And they said, oh yeah, we emailed them to you the end of or the end of October to um, so-and-so at Murphy Law Firm. So I called Murphy Law Firm and spoke with Chris Murphy's assi assistant, Penny Folden. And she said, you know, well, it's all public record. And I, she was shocked that I knew. And she said, well, we we're just researching. Well, I said, if you wanted to see my financials as slim and grim as they are, um, or you want to know, need help on legislation, we've already had meetings. I'm happy to share that information with you. Nothing to hide about my financials. Um, but what I'm not going to share with you uh, and with them is the investigative side. Wonder why he wants to know who and what I'm investigating. What does he have to hide? Who does he represent that has something to hide? And the reason I know that they're researching more than just public records um, People have reached out to me who have given me information sources, which I'll never divulge, but um, he's digging into what I'm investigating. So, um, which is legal because, you know, it's everything's public record. So why is he so curious? What is he trying to hide or who is he representing that's trying to hide something? Um, I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it. So if you are a source and you want to send information in, um, I will not publicly disclose that. If it's something that can be found through FOIA or public records, we're good to go and I have no problem exposing it. But if it's something that's hearsay, uh, that won't be something that we will be exposing because everything has to be based on, on, solid, on solid proof. So uh, thank you to those of you who are tuning in. I really appreciate you. you can go to my website, lindsay.co, L-Y-N-Z.co, grab a signed copy of my book. I'll get that out to you actually today. We're sending out the next shipment. Um, the book will be available in Spanish very soon. Super excited about that. Um, you can also buy the book on Amazon if that's what you prefer, working on another book that should be out soon. I'm really excited about it. Uh, subscribe to my newsletter. Uh, for those of you who are contributing to this media outlet and to supporting um, my, my work to combat child trafficking and investigative uh, research, you can go to the website and uh, contribute through there. I really appreciate it. And um, I hope that you'll tune in. I've got a special guest on Monday, super excited. So stay tuned for that. Also, if you're in Illinois next week, January 26th and 27th, our team with America's Future, the Little Flower Advisory Board will be there. You can go to americasfuture.net, go to the menu and select get involved. And you'll see a link there for Illinois uh, to sign up and register. I will be there along with our team. Super excited. Can't wait to see you there. Uh, thank you so much again for tuning in. God bless you. And I'll talk to you all soon.